That's um, Elliot Smith, Needle in the Hay, off of, um, I don't know what this record is. It's just like the Elliot Smith. I'm sure if you're ahead, you know exactly what it's called. But I just remember where I got this, and it was on a sidewalk sale for a dollar. And I remember buying it, and I was looking at the guy, and I'm like, all right. This is a fucking great record. And it was almost like, um, like he wasn't like he didn't have a whole lot of records, and this was one of them that he had, and that he probably cherished it, and then he was like selling it to like to to move on, you know. It was like a very it seemed like it was uh, uh it was a heavy experience buying that that record for a dollar. Going back to the basement, this is K Jizzle, man. This guy just like I don't know. He just sweats music. This is on and on. If you dig uh, K Jizzle, look for him on SoundCloud. On and on. See, I got that. I'm touching this. Seems like the pause button's there. The dots. Considering. I'm worthy. Go, go, go. You better know. You better know. Up is game time. Then we go looking round, looking round, honest, looking round on it. There we go, honest. Game time, game time, boosting up, showing love where you fit in. On and on, chilling, cause it's real in. With the things called life, so do it and don't think twice. Looking round, looking for some face time. Looking 
you go, they push back. That's the doors. Your lost little girl. 
That's right. We're going back to the basement. This is Wade Stisco. Not sure how I got here. He's got uh, his own thing, man. Um, yeah, so if you dig it, look for Wade Cisco with uh, two S's in there. S-I-S-C-O dot com. Wade Cisco. Uh, we're going to go Irish flying with a crash. I just like the sound of that. Let's hope that I'm, I've never seen this, so we're... Well, hold on. I got that turned up. The switches. Yeah. Uh, okay. Irish flying with a crash. All right. Dig.
Yeah, that's, uh, oh man, that's excellent. I'm so happy that um, it's, uh, I'm collecting um, live records from the Whiskey Go-Go. That's my second Johnny Rivers. He's got two. This is the first, I guess, Johnny Rivers. And it's Kathy's, it's Kathy White's record back in the day. She, she signed it. Yeah, that's an old one. That's uh, uh, Walking the Dog. Hey, we're going, um, back to the basement and I'm going to try this this is like if I can um, get this I'm trying to do this over from my phone and I know (laughs) I know how pathetic that sounds but uh, I I know it's like I'm using my phone and um, but I don't usually use my phone I usually use uh, an iPad so I'm trying this but I couldn't get it to transfer to something that I could get it on other computers it was just sent to me in a in a interesting way that i that i i am very ignorant of so we're going to try this we're flicking this this is uh my friend lee from i just know him from uh, being a bartender and uh we chatted it up and then he came and ended up like he knows uh, uh claudia and the loaf from hate street cuz that's where i met him that's where on hate street uh, i can't remember the in Imperial, or the, I don't know, it's like a car's name, I think. The Oldsmobile, I forget the name of the, the club. It was a nice club. Still there, I believe. This is uh, Everything, I guess, is the name of this. If it works, God, I hope it works. Lee Deluxe, this is. If you, you'll, have to f- you'll, you'll, you'll just have to f- 
find it um, somewhere.
Yeah, it's been Bug House Square. Thanks for doing what you got to do to do. We got Claudia Nalope here. Uh, what's going on tonight? Huh? Tell me. Wait, uh, how about that one? How about that one? Nah, that mic stinks. All right, hold on. Let me get this other tune going here. Let me get it going. How about this oh, one? Yeah, there we go. There we go. What are we doing tonight? Um, yeah. Uh, a whole bunch of things. Um, uh, Keith Levine, we're doing a set. We're going to start off a set with a set with him. Uh, guitarist for uh, PIL and uh, okay. original uh, founding member of The Clash. He passed away this week, so we're doing uh, an extended set of uh, bands he's played with. Oh, yes, yes, some, some off that one. Yeah. Um, but we're doing a whole Keith Levine set to start it off with, but, uh, right. and then a whole bunch of other fun stuff. All right, good. You have fun. I like your show. I w- <laughs> All right, man. And then uh, let's see. Uh, maybe I can kind of run down a few things. Jackson 5. We had um, uh, the Rascals. We had uh, Yoko Ono and John Lennon. We had Little Feet, Velvet Underground, uh, Edgar Verersay, whatever the fuck. Um, uh, Johnny Rivers, The Doors, uh, you know all that stuff. Uh, yeah, thanks for doing what you got to do to do. Uh, be, as, be as decent as you can and help someone who's um, struggling with that sort of thing.
welcome, friends, uh, to the altercat, or whatever it is now. <laughs> I don't know what we're even, what are we calling this? Uh, we're, sure, we're here. It's Tuesday, and uh, hanging out in mutinyradio.fm and .sf with Latoya, the Sheriff of Truth, um, and myself, Pam Benjamin. It's been an interesting week. Uh, we're just waiting again to find out what's going to happen here at Mutiny Radio and just keeping up the comedy. Uh, there's a special show this week at OMG on Thursday. It's a special Christmas show. Uh, anyway, almost, almost, maybe. I'm not, gr- I'm not good at math. So, uh, yay. Oh, it is. It's the 13th, 25th. Yes, so we're starting the 12th. So on the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me an ounce of some really good weed. (laughs) (laughs) On the second day of Christmas, my good friend gave to me two new pipes (laughs) and an ounce of Christmas weed. weed. Yep, a whole ounce, a whole ounce. No, I I always have weed. I know. Well, and I don't, I didn't, I have a different backpack right now, so I don't have any weed on me, which is a bummer. Um, Because I went, I got a free ticket to go see Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock on Sunday. And I booed. I was a big booer of Elon Musk. Uh, I was definitely one of the people booing. And what I realized at the end, uh, art is dead, capitalism lives. And um, Dave Chappelle is a total sellout. It was the biggest joke of all, though, because basically what he was saying at the end of that show was that racism no longer exists. It's all classism. He's Once you get make enough money, race doesn't exist. You're just part of the 1%. And he's friends with Elon Musk. And the funny thing is he brought in Elon Musk and goes, who's this guy? What he doesn't acknowledge is that the money that Elon Musk made to be able to make more money is based off apartheid. He's from South, South Africa and apartheid. So when Dave Chappelle brings Elon Musk on stage and goes, why are you all booing him? It's like, why aren't you booing him? It's, keep going, keep going. I'm just saying, so I just think it's just, it, that's the biggest joke that Dave Chappelle can play is that um, he so, supersedes racism now. It cancels out everything that he's been about mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It counts, like, you know, there's this uh, skit that he did on his show called When Keep It Real Goes Wrong. <laughs> well, yeah. if this is not life imitating and it won't like I Dave Chappelle is one of my comedians, but at the same time, I've been giving him the side eye for a minute. Um, and it started like uh early last year or earlier this year, um, in his town. He went to a town and he was Whoa. Having all kinds of problems. I don't know what's going on today, why all those mics are being weird. Um, It's just I'm not even getting you at all, which is weird. Um, But keep going. Let's see if it will work. No, it's not even, it's not picking up at all. I feel like somebody must have switched the mics or something. Something weird is happening. Um, well, I mean, I, just keep, keep trying. 
That one doesn't seem to work at all right now. Let me. All right, I'm going to. Okay, there we go. Ooh, somebody was messing with the knobs. Well, it's, it's, I mean, people just don't restore and it's. Put anyway. it back. Yeah, it's, um, yeah. But we were talking about, so like I was saying, I've been giving him the side eye for like the past like year or so because he has been the person, even of his hometown, to veto um, and be that Grinch to shut down the low income housing that he was, they, they were going to put in his town in Ohio, in Ohio where he lives. Yeah. Um, so there's that. Um, then there's the Elon stuff that happened. Now, people are going to say that, oh, Dave's transphobic. Actually, I don't think he's transphobic. I actually He didn't talk about show. trans people at all. Yeah, I He didn't. He it, didn't. Not once in his set. He didn't mention it whatsoever. Yeah, so, I mean, the thing is, I, I think that got blown out of the proportion. But... That does not cancel him out for the fuckery that he has been doing recently, and especially now this stunt. Well, he's a Elon. capitalist. It, it, it is just, it's just really sad because uh, that's what I recognized. In, that San Francisco used to be a bastion for art and truth and beauty and socialism and all this kind of... It's dead. San Francisco's dead. Everything's sold out to corporate interests. Art is gone. It's not being funded. Uh, you know small art institutions around the city are closing one by one by one and there's no help really from the city we're going to see if if mutiny radio gets that grant but we could fall to the wayside too exit theater just closed in the tenderloin uh, yeah exactly and, i mean you're watching piano fight is in the shitter they're they, fighting they're, they're fighting yeah and it's one of the last places where people can express themselves creatively and have the opportunity for space and to have for stage time and to, to produce small plays and all kinds of things. And now that the exit theater's gone, it's they're all everything's falling one by one because the city doesn't care, because people don't care about art, because it has nothing to do with capitalism. Although Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock, I guess they're art because they're fucking capitalism. You can't believe how disgusting the Chase Center is. My seat that I was gifted to me was a two hundred dollar seat and I was so angry when Dave Chappelle goes, Oh, all the people all the people booing, they're all in the cheap seats. Fuck See? you. Cheap seats, See? you motherfucker. $200 is not cheap. I'm sorry. It's... I'm poor. I'm, I can't. You classist, capitalist, fuckery, asshole. Fuck you, Dave Chappelle. Fuck you. You've now made it to the point where you're rich. You're part of the 1%. Good for you. And then you can't pay it back. And I'm not asking anyone to pay it back or pay it forward. You made your money. You did great. But it wasn't the artistry I was hoping for. It wasn't. I just feel like... It's... Art, is, free speech is dead. Art is dead. Everything is bowing to capitalism. And hey, everybody, if if somebody uh, gets a dollar they didn't work for, that means somebody didn't get a dollar that they were that they earned. And the the whole world, it, the only way capitalism works is if you step on other people, and it's all competition. And as humans, you know what feels awful? Losing. Why can't we be more collaborative? Why can't? Why are there people? without shoes six pairs of socks when it's raining and there's 200 seats at the chase center and you're calling them the cheap seats when they're 20 bills you motherfuckers you fucking motherfuckers you make if someone is making a lot of money in this city elon musk is making a lot of money in this city he could solve the homelessness issue in san francisco with one of his fucking golden shits and yet he doesn't because he's a heartless capitalist classist Asshole.
I just, you know, the thing is, because I, I, I read about what Chappelle said about people in the cheap seats, first of all. What's funny is most people that look like him can't even afford those $200 seats. <laughs> so the irony of this brother who, you know, he wasn't born rich, so it's quite funny. This is where the sellout and the tap dancing there's just so many within our, my community right now that I'm seeing, and it's not a good look, this sellout. I mean, you have you have right now Kanye hanging out with a bunch oh of Nazis. Oh, God. I don't want to get into that, but I'm just making an example. And now you have Dave Chappelle hanging out with an apartheid. An apartheid. Uh, a billionaire. Billionaire. I mean, dude, dude, I mean, Elon Musty is... He's a piece of shit. He, I mean, if anyone knows, his, there's been so many uh, lawsuits on racial discrimination at Tesla. Yeah. Some of the biggest racial discrimination payouts um, were in Tesla. So, I mean, the irony of this... Yeah, that's, I'm not, I'm not that's gonna... the biggest joke that Dave Chappelle did all night, was rubbing all our faces in it. And saying, look at me, I'm not, racism doesn't exist anymore because I'm rich. I'm rich, bitch. And that's the thing. It doesn't, it's, that's, this is the other thing is that mm. racism is just a red herring. It's, that is to confuse us away from the classism that is happening for the money grab and the people that have the money to keep the money and the COVID and all the things. The rich are getting richer. And you know what they're saying? And the poor don't get a fucking thing. And they, <clears throat> And they're saying it's racism, it's racism, it's racism. No, it's classism. They're trying to they're trying to make us look at a different issue. They're having us fight amongst ourselves when what we need to do is fight against the rich fucks that keep getting richer and richer and richer. And we have people with no shoes and we don't care about people and the value of human beings is now completely monetary. Capitalism, you won. We're all just little dollar bills running around. And I thought San Francisco was different. I thought this was a different place, but it's not. And Trump was gonna be reelected because all of you stupid fucks can't read a goddamn book and see what's really happening is that they want us to be fighting. They want us to have problems with the police and with racism when really what we should be doing is eating the fucking rich. There's no reason for them to have this many mansions. There's no reason for them to be taking helicopters everywhere when people don't have fucking shoes. My thing is like, I, I have to say, I have to shout out the city for and the Bay Area for those who booed because there were more booing <laughs> booze then you you barely heard any heard anybody cheering you know <laughs> it was, it was and that includes boring. people at the bottom floor because even people some of the people that make money don't like Elon i mean i'm not talking about the one percenters i'm talking about you probably make a half a mil or what have you those are the people that are probably on the floor some of, and by the way some of those people are probably the ones that got fired from twatter right so i mean Bad, you don't you gotta read the fucking room number one i don't know if dave has been paying attention to his fucking afrikaner cocksuck but that was the thing is that was the has, ultimate joke that he played is that he's buddies with this guy now that's the that's the biggest joke of the whole night is that we're the fucking joke is that we're that this entire sold out arena the joke's on us because we're the ones that continue making famous people famous Thank you. And, and continue we'll giving them money the and yes. continue paying their bills. Yep. And we don't see what's happening. I mean, I was, I was invited to go to that show and I said, hell no. The reason why I said hell, hell no wasn't because of Dave Chappelle. 
is because I had an issue with Chris Rock since that slap that Will Smith oh. did and stuff. And the fact that I didn't like the fact that he kept using that whole skit, not skit, but that whole, you know, he just kept regurgitating it over and over like it was the worst thing. And unfortunately, white Hollywood loves to see black slapping violence. Right, right. And so he, Chris Rock, I didn't like the fact that he was capitalizing on that. Mm. As you see, two wealthy, accomplished black men, though it was, you know, I have to say, Will Smith, you know, he shouldn't have slapped him. But, but also at the same time, everyone tends to forget that, hey, does anybody remember when, well, we don't remember because we weren't alive, when John Wade threatened to beat up um, one of the indigenous women's uh, ass at the 1974 uh, Oscars, but they don't bring that up. But wow. that's a whole other story. But the fact that, you know, I, I, it just seemed like it was going to be a, a coon fest mm. this time around, and my, my hunch was correct. So the problem, <laughs> so when I was watching the show and I was watching Chris Rock, I was able to forgive him for all the misogyny. He was so misogynistic. His jokes, he... He does not give a shit about women, but I forgave him for it because I was like, you know what? He's sixty, and when he was raised, and all right. Yeah, that's, uh, so, but I, but then with Dave, I was just they, they don't. I I how about this? I just I hate rich people because rich <laughs> because America hates poor people, and rich people don't. They don't. We are just little dollar bills to them, and we aren't real people, and we don't have value. And women especially don't have value unless their mouth is open and they're sucking their dick. And when people are that rich, they can get anything they want whenever they want it, and they lose perspective. If someone came from a place where they were not raised wealthy and then they become wealthy and they treat, they, it, I, I hate it when wealth changes people. And I would hope, yeah, I would hope that so if any, I mean, I don't think I'm ever gonna, nothing's ever gonna happen to me fame-wise or money-wise, but if it did, I would hope that I would, I wouldn't change. I. I would give like money. I would be helping people. I would hope to just change my draws and change my, you know, <laughs> that would be the only thing I would hope to change. And then of course the numbers in my account, but I'm just seeing, you know, with Dave Chappelle, when he walked away from that 50 million, con $50 million contract years ago from Comedy Central, right. that took some balls. Yeah. It, it, it was like, wow. But we made, we appreciated him more because then we were we were worried about him selling out. Right, he was being Be an artist. He exactly, was being true to his art exactly. and to his work. Yeah. Flash forward 15 years later, right. where we are. And he's such a corporate sellout that he brought Elon Musk on stage. Can we all <laughs> understand that? He went from being anti-corporateer to being like the mouseketeer for corporateers. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Racist. White racist money. Like Africa, I mean, like... Come on, like Come on. he ain't just a good old fashioned American racist. He's a fucking apartheid <laughs> yeah, racist. Yeah. Like if you know anything about uh, Errol, Elon's daddy, I mean, he owned these mines. There's a lot of exploitation in yeah. these mines yeah. that his father owned. And then on top of that, we don't talk about how Elon's dad ha uh, has two kids with his stepdaughter who he raised since she was four years old. Wow. I don't hear any of that being talked about. And then on top of that, shame on some of these black celebrities who, oh, by the way, here's another one. Huff, Huffy gave $10 million to Elon Musk to buy Twitter. 
Wow. So he's another seller. I'm 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 actually now my my anger. Fuck all the racists at this point. I'm looking at the tap dancers in my own community. Those would be the ones that that would sell you sell you out to the highest massa. Well, isn't it Herschel in Florida? Oh, that's Georgia. He lost it. Georgia. Yeah, but but he's know, running for president. No. No, he was running for Senate. He lost. For Senate. He lost. I thought the Republican Party might push him for. No, for no, no. They are pushing him to Senate of. Um, in Georgia, and he lost to Raphael Warnock. Thank you. But if you want to talk about a sellout, that's another one. I'm seeing all these high-profile black men who some of us grew up to just really selling them souls for the bottom dollar yeah. without them even owning a network, a company. I mean, other besides like a small production company, uh, a, a fashion design house. Like, even... Puffy doesn't even own Revolt 100%. Mm. What does Dave Chappelle own other than, okay, he owns his name. What did Kanye West own other than, he? I mean, everything was a collab with Adidas or what have you. All these people that I'm seeing sell out mm. don't own shit. They don't have anything. You just have so, a lot of fucking money, but you got nothing. And right. so as soon as you're done tap dancing for Massa, they can all take it away because you are too busy cozying it up to Mr. Boss, Mr. Elon, and all, you know, forget yeah. all these poor people. Well, you know, these poor people are the ones that pay your goddamn bills. That's right. If it wasn't for us poor people and those $200 cheap seats, mm -hmm. you would have a quiet fucking audience. <laughs> I mean, you would hear pin drops, but yet you, you, don't appreciate the fact that people travel to come to your show. People pay for parking. Let's not think about food and concession, the time off that people pay to go to your show. Think yeah. about people who traveled to come from to Sacramento. your show. I met some guys from Sacramento that came all the way out for the show. I mean, it's not just two fucking hundred dollars. Yeah, we are talk we're talking about $500 or someone paying to... Well, they, their family to go or what have you. They become an industry. That their just their name is an industry. And back to Elon's dad. Um, Americans are so dumb. Girls now, you know. I'm sure that when they hear the word blood diamond, they're like, "Is that a new kind of pretty red diamond? What's that?" <laughs> it's, a, it's a blood diamond. Did you hear about the blood diamonds? They're fantastic from South Africa. They're they're this beautiful red color. No, sweetie. You know, People die for those. <laughs> what, what I'm more pissed off is, you know, everyone was talking about, like a couple years ago when uh, Dave Chappelle had the Netflix special and then people were calling it transphobic and blah, blah, blah. No, yeah. no, no. Making That was not the definition of what transphobia was. Because if anyone would listen to the comedy, it was not transphobic. Now... If you listen to what he said this time, which was not a joke, which was not comedy, I find that very offensive with the classism and the anti-blackness that he had. Yeah. Because it is anti-blackness. You're up there standing with someone that is letting all these racist white wingers back on the platform using the N-word. I believe they used it, uh, it was what, over 500,000 times what? On, on Twitter when he took over and let all hell break loose. But with Twitter, he just let 1,200 people go and there's more people that they're 
firing. So the the what? janitors are on strike too. What there. the fuck is going? I mean, it's just like what the fuck is going on? She's destroying it, but you know, unfortunately. But, I mean, good, bad. I don't know. I've never got on Twitter, anyways. I've never tweeted or twatted. When it first came out, I've never really understood the platform or what it does. People say it's really great for news, but it's almost it's, just like gossip. It like things travel really. Right. It's a, it's a, it's a you know what I, I at first I was like fuck it let him burn it to the ground but then again i had to sit and think because without twatter you have to think with the news especially because there's a bunch of fake news and propaganda absolutely this is why you always check your sources you Which, guys. and that comes through twitter yeah that yeah and sure. any social media platform right absolutely. but when you have countries such as like um what's going on in china and then during the um what was that the uh arab spring it, what happened in 2011, 2012, well, what, what was going on in Egypt and oh, what have you in right, Libya. Right, 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 right. Uh, yeah. Twitter was very important yeah. to yeah. Ha highlight some of those stories because they weren't getting, I mean, right. no, they be wouldn't filmed. be picked up by the yeah. mainstream media. It this, was people sharing stories exactly. and, and bringing, and that's how a lot of people have gotten out of jail and all that it, shit too. Yeah, Iran, what's going on in Iran because again, Propaganda, you can't, you're not going to get any kind of like message on your regular television. Station about if you're how in. they're killing women and. Yeah. Know, so like these that. are, that's why Twatter is a, an important platform for those. Even what happened in Ferguson. If we didn't see some of the stuff that was going on that happened on Twitter that was live, sure. we wouldn't have a Black Lives Matter movement. Right. And now back to the Black Lives Matter movement and the, um, the, Eight minutes and 47 seconds was that how long it was nine, nine minutes, nine minutes. that's uh george floyd. george floyd so when that happened dave chappelle was illuminating and being on the forefront of saying this is a huge problem look what's happening and using his platform during covid mm -hmm. as a force for good and change and anti-racism you know just bringing attention to it so that we can acknowledge what fuck happened and two years, later. two years later to see such a switch is just sad i think it's just it's really disappointing it's a letdown it's, it's a really letdown and i am going to trade his black ass for somebody else in the racial draft right i know i love that I'm, sketch I'm the a, racial yeah, draft so i'm funny. really going to we might have to trade you back for tiger woods yeah exactly um, That's funny. <laughs> i remember that skit i always thought it was very funny it's very funny but now he's going to have to be on the chopping block yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's it's you know I just I'm so sad because even within my community I'm getting more and more disappointed every single day towards some people in my community where it's just like we know what happens when you sell your community out yeah. it it always it 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 never ends up well for you <laughs> it doesn't end and you know and unfortunately some of us in our community are so ignorant to well he's just you know he's just a millionaire he can do what he want he he's rich i'm seeing the worship of of billionaires and millionaires at a grotesque rate and this is this is just for everybody worldwide just how much humans and people who aren't even in that one percent group just worship and, and and take up for these rich ass people who would not give you a pot to piss in it's it's but it's status symbols too it's the same idea as it's christmas time and there's a line outside the supreme store they're just t-shirts they're now they're 75 dollars t-shirts why they're just t-shirts because they're cool because there's an image because there's something behind that that people are like that's cool 
to be cool. Spending money is cool. It's a status symbol. People know that I'm, people know that I have wealth. People know that I have value if I have these symbols. It's the same thing. I got so angry last week because I saw a woman who had done plastic surgery on her dog. It's like, you know, the pinchers with the ears and the domermans and they, so yeah, when you chop the, you, you, um, dock their they ears and their the tails. Ears. It's basically plastic surgery on dogs. That it's just it's sickening because it's expensive, a, and you're Why? mutilating your dog. But it's all for a status symbol. It's saying, I have this dog that looks this way. It's just so crazy to me that people, not only they get their own plastic surgery, which do do what you want to do if it's important to you, fine. If the image is so important to you, fucking get your plastic surgery. But to do it for your dogs too, and it's the same thing with the nudicles when you remove their balls and you put in new balls. That's just for you. That's a fucking image. You fucking freak. It's the same thing of like, I need to drive a Tesla. That says that I have value. I need to have a Louis Vuitton bag purse because that says I have value. You know, when you go by, I have a Dolce and Gabbana. That's that's other people saying, look, that person has value. I can tell because they support the image that I know that says they have value. And we look at some, it's the same thing in America. If you don't have good dentistry, if you have missing teeth, people go, that's a poor person. I get to hate on them. Poor people are gross. I'm an American. They must have done something wrong to be poor. There must be some reason. How many people are on the street right now fucking overdosing with heroin because there's no help for them because they have no value. People don't see value in them. They're people. They have value. And once we start devaluing people, they don't get to move up. And then all of a sudden, it's like, if I was constantly devalued and I didn't have shoes, yeah, I'd be fucking slamming heroin on the goddamn sleep street. If you're sleeping on the street, you know what the easiest way to sleep? Do some heroin. Because otherwise it's cold and it's awful. And like, it's so despondent and there's mental health issues and we just, we just don't care. We go, oh, oh well. They, they must have fucked up. That's why they're poor. They must have done something wrong. And it's like, no. No, it's, it's capitalism. It's unfeeling, uncaring capitalism. And once people make it in capitalism, they go, how much of my money do you want for your poor people, Pam? And it's like, all of it. There's no reason that people should have that much. There's no reason that you should need that many status symbols. There's no reason. Unless we all say the only value people have is monetarily. And then there's no intrinsic human value. That thought has no value. That critical thought has no value. That intelligence has no value. Unless you're making money for Twitter. Yeah. It's, uh, it's gross. I just, you know, I just find people, it's to me, what's even more grotesque in my opinion, it's, it's not the people who were born into wealth, though they do piss me off and yeah, because <laughs> that's a big problem. Because they don't know any better, they've never really had to work for anything. It's the people who weren't born into wealth, who forget where they come from, who forget the struggle, who bypass and say, and that's why they're obviously, we're all sellouts in some way. But when you completely just forget where you come from Mm -hmm. and what you had to do to get to this status, and you, you just disregard all those who have helped you, who have have um, who supported, I'm, support, thank you, yeah. yeah, all those things. I'm looking at you funny, like what the fuck is wrong with you? There is something really wrong because anyone who was born the wealth don't know anything about being poor. <laughs> well, uh, there's but, the example of Siddhartha, who was the prince, uh, remember, and then he becomes the Buddha because he eschews all of the 
monetary trappings of being a prince and then sits under the Bodai tree and eats one grain of rice. Now, I don't think you have to go that extreme, but at least that's like, it's like an ancient example of having everything, not understanding what the rest of the world is like, not understanding suffering, but then choosing to understand suffering. And that's um, kind of amazing. But if you've, if, you've appre- if you've understood suffering and then you no longer acknowledge that in other people and you're like, well, I made it, fuck them. Right. It's like, what? But you came from the, you understand the struggle. You under, you better than anyone understand the struggle. And it's like, can't you help out people with the struggle? Yeah, that's, exa- that's exactly it. And to me, it, you know, it's just, I mean, my thing is, listen, would I like to be wealthy? Yeah, but it ain't gonna happen. I just wanna be comfortable. But money does change people, unfortunately, like that Cindy Lauper song, money <laughs> changes everything. Oh. Um, oh, that was my helmet. Oh good, uh, I to, that was like, that's a loud phone. <laughs> but <laughs> it, it, it's just sad that I'm seeing more and more of us normies just worship people. Mm-hmm. And like when I look at some of the comment section from like, you know, the uh, Elon stands and stuff that it was just like, well, he, you know, he he's a billionaire, so he can blah blah blah. So I'm like, so just because he's, he's a billionaire, that means he can go out and just treat people however he wants. Mm-hmm, well, buy them. I mean, what is it like? What world are we living in where it's okay to abuse people? It's okay to take advantage of because you have a certain comma uh, in dollars and cents. Yeah, well, that's why sex trafficking works. Is that People are bought and sold uh, because people with money can do that. Why did Jeffrey Epstein get away with it with all of the people mm-hmm. forever? Why? How did there they? They murdered him to cover it up because of Prince Andrew. Uh, all that stuff. And the, and the Clinton, the whole deal. Yeah. And it's like, so rich people get to do whatever the fuck they want. They get to fuck children if they so desire. They get to, uh, they get to do anything that they want. They get to fondle young girls. They get to do, and because. They're rich. They, they get. Off. They can pay people off. They can do anything they want, and that's their. I mean, are we all human or are we not? Uh, I just. I'm back to this whole one percent thing, and uh, you know, and it's hard. I'm. I, it's hard to rile against the system of capitalism because that's what seems. It doesn't. It only works for a very small few, and somehow they keep confusing us, and uh, we really don't. That's the other. We don't need that much, like. I, I, my life has a very low overhead, and it's still very expensive here, which it's, is why I find out next week, is, do, does art get to stay in San Francisco in this particular context, or is the city going to kick me out? And I don't know. I got seven days, and I really want to know what's going to happen because I just I dread the idea of tearing this place apart in 10 days. It's just too much work. <laughs> I'm, I'm and it's hoping. like, it's just we're too number, much work. We're number eight, so I'm, I'm being optimistic. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. But, you know, talking. speaking of capitalism, here's something else that'll make you happy but piss you off at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you've heard about there's this, um, Sam Bakeman Freed, who is the FTX crypto. Oh. Um, so... He, uh, he he got uh, picked up in the Bahamas because basically he's been um, uh, the 
it seem I'm looking for the story right now. So the House Financial Service Committee held a hearing on Tuesday on the collapse of career, uh, cryptocurrency exchange of FTX. By the way, uh, this this guy, he's only 30 years old and he was a billionaire. Whoa. Well, he fucked that up. Um, so he was arrested on Monday night uh, in the Bahamas after the uh, U.S. regulators released a slew of civil and criminal charges against the one-time billionaire. The Justice Department uh, and authorities was previously scheduled to testify to the panel, but he was arrested um, on an indictment of an unsealed um, hearing. So basically, he is getting arrested for a conspiracy to commit wire fraud, securities fraud, individual charges of securities fraud, wire fraud, money, money laundry, conspiracy to avoid campaign finance accusations. So he's donated to both Republican Party and Democratic Party. Wow. So he's been going on these interviews talking about this, thinking that he's better than people and he didn't think he was going to get caught. He owes, there's people that invested into um, FTX who he basically wiped out all their savings. Well, because cryptocurrency isn't really real. I, my Bitcoin's in the toilet. It's awful. And I, I did, I only had a little bit of crypto because I thought, well, I'm going to diversify and I'm going to check this out. There's no reason not to. And I, I had put in $1,000 and now it's just about 400 So I've lost $600 in crypto. And I guess maybe it'll crawl back up, but maybe it won't. Maybe it doesn't exist. I knew at the time I was like, I know crypto is ridiculous. <laughs> but so many people made so much money off it like that I was guy. like, I'm going to check it out. It's only a thousand bucks. And so now I'm sitting on this stupid Bitcoin and I've got some Ethereum too. And it's just, it's almost worthless. They, anyway. um, this company filed a chapter 11 bankruptcy last month after reportedly transferring billions of dollars in FTX customer funds to Breitman Feeds. Uh, uh, Bakeman Freed's hedge fund. So he Ooh. transferred the company's money to his right, sure, account. Sure. Good old fashioned embezzles. Yeah, yeah, theft. 100%. Yeah, so basically they picked him up. But the reason why they're saying that they picked him up was not only because he was talking, he was doing all these interviews. Yeah, dummy, dummy, dummy. Um, because, you know, because when you get to a certain status, like you were just saying earlier, that you think you're untouchable. Right. But what made him untouchable, because he said, you know, yeah, I did, I voted, I donated to the Democratic Party because I wanted to look good. But I also I, I donated to the Republican Party, party because of my taxes. Oh. And so when, you know, when you get a, when you, basically when you're saying that, you're trying, you're buying po politicians. Right, exactly. Which you can do anyway, but. He said the quiet part out loud. Right, yeah, yeah. And so, hence why he is now being charged for these, which he should have been anyway, but I'm just trying to imagine if he would have kept his mouth shut, didn't say that, didn't have these interviews, he probably would have walked away with that money. And I, I feel like uh, is, is uh, yeah. if we need to put Trump in jail right now, because if he becomes the president again, you can't put the president in jail, I think. It's like one of those rules that you can't jail the president. This, yeah. You have to like impeach them and then, but I, I really feel like he's criminal and he's done, I, why can't they get him on insider trading too? Why can't they get him on conspiracy? There's all kinds of conspiracy things. There's all kinds of things. They're getting everyone around him, but him. But him, yeah. And he's gonna, I mean, he's I mean, announced his candidacy, he's gonna run. And I think 
I think the America, I think the United States, I hate to say America because there's North America and South America and we're like the United States of America. So it kind of, I hate saying just America because it's like, anyway. United States. Right, the United. Be, well, just because technically Canada's part of North America, North America and then you got South America. Anyways, the United States of America is sad and stupid and I feel like it's falling apart and we're not have no knowledge about how the Roman Empire fell apart and it's all the state it's all history and it's all coming back and I feel like we already have UFC when are we going to be having you know gladiators fight giraffes again or Christians fight <laughs> giraffes like there's right they, they were getting like lions That's what world Africa. star is right exactly exactly kind of already it's, there <laughs> exactly you have the poor on the poor mm -hmm. fighting each other to look for viewers and you know you can't make money by being violent so yeah bump fights that was one of the most disgusting things i ever saw was when they pay questionably housed people to fight each other it's awful that was a thing too. and it's the same thing in in the prison system that they illuminated is that um guards would have bets and they would basically force inmates to fight one another and it's like whoa whoa it's I, I mean we didn't even get there's so many problems here there's so many that i oh i just feel like i thought san francisco was the last bastion of something with socialistic nature and a caring of people and i realize it's dead we're all dead it's capitalism is he, capitalism is here it's real it's taken out people it's I mean, that's the jail system is all capitalism. Slavery was all based on capitalism. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's been with us. It's continuing to be with us. We're not going to change it. I, 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 this place scares me. And the, I feel like the world is falling apart. And who is left to fix it? Who are the people that care anymore? Who, who are they? Where are they? Where are the social workers? Where are the... They're frustrated, I know. Yes. Where are the teachers? Where are the... I mean, I guess we keep we keep people with hearts so busy that they can't be political. Maybe I don't know. I don't know how to fix anything at this point. Yeah, I mean, he. So there was um after uh, Lon had that uh horrible, horrible come out at Dave Chappelle uh Dave Chappelle's uh show. He tweeted something about like um. San Francisco woke leftist blah 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 you know something about how white wingers speak he, um, I'm looking for the tweet that he said uh, about San Francisco so he works here <laughs> and right. Tesla is here right and I mean basically he was saying like I didn't know the world the woke lefties of San Francisco will be upset with me booing me but I heard he said he basically heard 90% of uh, San Francisco was clapping for him in that stadium and only 10% uh, were booing well so I wasn't booing for him I was booing for Elon Musk and I was booing That's for the concept about, yeah. of him bringing out Elon Musk there was no reason for him to flaunt his billionaire friend there was no reason for that except to rub it in our faces as a joke that was his joke, and I did not appreciate it or find it funny. It made me realize that I no longer support him. I no longer like him. I no longer want to give him any money or time or watch anything he does on TV. I'm done. He 
yeah. he he basically said, "Fuck you, I'm a rich person. I'm rich, biatch. That's it. That's it." And and it's, you know, I used to admire him as an artist, and now he's a capitalist pig dog. So good job. Yeah. Good I job. Mean, it's and what's sad is because I don't like I don't believe in the cancel culture. I believe I'm old fashioned boycotting. Right, yeah, I'm not canceling him. I'm boycotting him. I'm, I'm just, just not going to give him any more money or time or thought. I don't want, just like I've boycotted uh, Kanye since the slavery was a choice factor. Oh, I'm my not, God. You know, I'm also, am, I'm about to have to switch on my, you know what, I'm going to have to leave Dave Chappelle alone. Will I, do I still own his DVD from his shows? I'll probably watch them in the privacy of my own home. Sure, But sure. But I'm also, at the same time, I don't, if he does have another Netflix special, no, I don't want to be one of the people that help with nope. the views. I I'm not trying to help yeah. him get the viewership and the numbers that he's so crazed. Because I'm, we're just the poor people in the cheap seats. Yeah, just in the cheap, just in the $200 cheap seats. So yeah. you don't need my money, right? That, you don't exactly. need any of our money. But unfortunately, in society, we have so much of a celebrity worship yeah. that people just throw that part away. They 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 rather get disrespected by these people rather than have some pride within themselves and say like, you know what, I'm a, I'm a show him until he proves to me that, well, my money is value. Well, I'm the value too. Cause what you're saying is we're no value to you. So right. move along. We're not rich enough to, to have value to you anymore. Uh, Kanye, I feel like he is doubling down and doubling down <laughs> and how much more can he double down? How many times? When does when do people say, no matter how good of a rapper you are, you're clearly insane now, and we can no longer support you? Is that ever going to happen? Because he well, he already said that he's Jesus, uh, Jesus. He already has said that he's a deity, right? And everyone was like, oh yeah, he's a deity, and now he's like, I'm a a, a, a racist Holocaust denier. Like what the fuck? It's, no, he's a fucking nuts. He's morning. a fucking. It's insane. He's a, he's a fucking. Nazi. But is he doing it for publicity or no, is this real? No, this so is, is real. he is he is is he mental? Is he does he have mental health yes, issues? Yes, he has mental health issues. But we cannot keep using that as a clutch at this point. Yeah. Because uh, I have people who are schizophrenic in my family, and they never been like, "Hey, uh, Zeke Heil." So uh, right, right, right. And the fact right. that matters. Because he has so many yes people around him. Like he has walked out of interviews because someone opposes what he says. That's how much of a, uh, a narcissist right, right. and how much denial. And I, what's sad, 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 sad is y'all motherfuckers should have canceled him. I, I have to say this. Where were some of you people that who call him an anti-Semitic, you know, when you start with anti-blackness, it just snowballs into a whole plethora of a whole other kind of... Wait, it, so you would actually say that Kanye is anti-black? He is anti-black. What's the slavery is the choice? Right, yeah, is, and that white lives matter. What is the basically, white lives matter? The, that's what he basically said about, saying fuck you to black lives what, matter. What, what is uh, the Harriet platform. Tubman, she didn't free the slave? What is, you know... What is you sitting in Trump's office saying that you right. like my sure, dad? Sure, sure, what is sure, like sure. the whole, that's so wow, anti-black. Wow. Yeah, okay, okay. You know, so and when if, he, if someone is black, well, no, you can. You can be anti- What's Clarence Thomas? What's okay, Candace right. Owens? 
Well, and I think a lot of women can be anti-women. And so I'm trying to make the the connection. The connection. That just because I'm a woman doesn't mean that I'm not anti-woman You can still be a white supremacist with ideology. Sure. Sure. Like, there's so many. Sure. I can still be a. I can still be a white woman that's misogynistic. Exactly. There are a of lot of women that, who are absolutely. misogynists. Yeah. And lot. so, because that was the thing, I'm like, but he's black. How can he be anti-black? But that's, then, if you're saying, do, but that's the question too. Do we hold people accountable for their actions anymore, or do we say, you make enough money that you no longer have to account for your actions? That it's fine. You take no responsibility. Everything you say is fine. When, when. How far does one have to go to get canceled when it seems like he's already crossed that line? Well, I mean, the thing is, when he said, when he had that uh, outburst on TMZ with the slavery is a choice thing and, and Van, uh, I, for, I forgot the, the dude that used to be on that show, called him out, which was great. No one calls him out like that journalist did at the time. Mm. And so... Where Adidas didn't cancel him, oh. Benciaga didn't cancel the Jewish community didn't cancel him, even people in the black community didn't cancel him sure. or boycott him. Right. So when you see someone that already starts a hate train, even with their own, mm. what makes you think it's not? It always snowballs into some other kind of hate in another uh, demographic. Yeah. And so the fact that oh my God, he's anti-Semitic, it starts at home when he starts being anti-black. And now that you see that he's hanging out next, I mean, Was he gonna get a tiki torch and start jumping around? Like, what's he gonna do? He he came out, <laughs> here was, here, listen, I started, <laughs> I, my, I started to look at him a weird way when he married the Kardashian, uh, Kim Kardashian, because I'm like, this ain't gonna be right. Then he started, this is back in 2012, he came out with a song called Black Skinhead. <laughs> wow. wow. Then around that same time, he was parading the the Confederate flag, trying Oof. to make it fashionable. Oof. Again, that should have been a time when that, we canceled him, but right, that was in 2012, right. and we didn't pay any attention because we didn't know that he was going to snowball into that, though. Well, These I, were all the red flags. I think that he got into the Kardashians, though, because he wants to be part of the American aristocracy, in that we don't have kings and queens like... England and we should abolish their aristocracy. Well, they should. It's not our business. For right, but they keep searching for whiteness, but also for status. That because because I feel like the Kardashians had become some kind of status symbol. Status symbol, like they're as a person, they're they're you know. So it was like he was trying to 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 buy aristocracy. Was. Are they even really people? Is Kim Kardashian a real person? Were they like in love or was it just, but does it even matter who even cares? It's none of my business. They but wanted was, to pair their money together and be famous and it's the fame, breeding more fame. But it's it's the, um, it's it, all these things, even with Dave Chappelle and the Kanye, and it's called the OJ factor. Oh. I'm not black, I'm OJ. Oh, uh-huh, uh-huh. So, uh-huh. and when I say that, I'm going way back, y'all. So OJ also, again, another sellout. Um, he did not hang around black people. He did not consider himself as black anymore. At Didn't this he point. have a quote where he said, I'm not black, I'm OJ. That's exactly yeah. that, that's exactly <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Exactly, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm I mean, when the trial was going on in the mid-90s, they had to have OJ Simpson put up black people on 
his wall because he had nobody Whoa. black. He had just totally just abandoned the black community. So we came back I when know, he was found right? not guilty and like loved OJ and like, yeah, he's bad. We end up eating our words again, didn't we? Mm. Um, but it's that same factor of like, I'm not black, I'm OJ because I'm already out of his status. Right, right. I, I, sure. I you know. Though we saw, and that's anti-black. Thank you. That's anti-black. Like we, I mean, black is beautiful. Be, black can be proud. But like in a, Panthers, fucking a search for whiteness and a symbol of whiteness is mean. That means that you have a, you that's to some people buying into the think, that's buying into the racism and you. saying that it's okay and saying, well, I know racism exists, but I've personally beat it by embracing what exists. That would be like if I, as a socialist, just said, fuck it, I'm embracing capitalism. Everything against what I believe, everything that like makes Kristen me Cinema. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Great example, like Kristen Cinema. Yeah. It's if I, yeah, but I'm not gonna embrace capitalism. But, I'm not gonna do it. But we, we found out what happened to OJ's black ass back in 1994. Where he got his black card back, didn't he? Mm. When they, when they, uh, when he went to trial and was stood arrested and all these things, he wasn't, he wasn't part of that white status anymore. Right. He wasn't part of that, so he got his inward wake up call. <laughs> but <laughs> and so again, that's what I see. It always seems like this is what happens with the Kanyes and the uh, uh, Dave Chappelle. You're gonna end up getting yours too. Um, I don't even know if Clarence Thomas will get his until he might just die being a tap dancer. But it, it, it's just funny that it's a repeat cycle, but yet we have social media where we just dust, dust these issues off like, oh man, he's rich, he can do whatever he wants, or he, he, just because he's the same complexion as you, all skin folk ain't kin folk. <laughs> and the fact that you know you have Going back to the Kanye and and go in the Chappelle thing, it's one thing. There are people that do want to try to cancel you just because you stand up for the right reasons. But with these guys, Kanye's a little bit more on the extreme. The the fact that you're toting around, creating as a Nazi, knowing the he didn't even know the history of. He said that Hitler made the microphones. Oh, that, someone's been using that joke that Hitler made invented microphones. When it was a black man that invented microphones. And then Hitler wow. uh, also uh, created the Autobahn. Really? Highways were created, I believe, by the Germans. Right, <laughs> yeah, right, right. I mean, all the, it, it's just, you know, all these things well, that... spreading a misinformation. It's the misinformation yeah. and the fact that he doesn't even know that the Nazis didn't even like your black girls. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they were definitely didn't uh, didn't like black people. Lots of people they didn't like. No. Yeah, lots of people. Lots but, of yeah. That, but, I mean, it's we gotta we gotta learn that we gotta know the past to know the future. But the best way to manipulate people is to keep them dumb and mm -hmm. to so blind them with status symbols and blind them with these famous people and say, look, the oh, I look up to them so much. Ooh, or I don't know. It's I'm just really scary. disappointed with Dave Chappelle because he is intelligent. He is smarter than this. What the fuck are you doing? Oh wait, you're buying into it. That's the. I mean, that's why we like his comedy because it, it it's not just funny, but there's message within the comedy. Yeah, he used and, to illuminate ideas and and uh, and now it's 
I, I was not I was not impressed. Anyway, mm. we're mm. Uh, we're I'm worried about what's going to happen with Clarence Thomas. And no, no, because um, of Trump, if he's reelected and he keeps, he said uh, last week or something, he wants to abolish the Constitution. Constitution. And that's so, so scary. Because if we're going to let <laughs> the oppressors, if we're going to let the capitalist oppressors form our government from scratch again, no, 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 no. I don't trust them. I don't trust them. I, I trust more in the words of racists from 250 years ago than I do <laughs> from racists now. Like, it's just very scary. And I really wonder, you know, what, what the future holds. It's all very, very scary. You know, most of these politicians and the people, the, the Trump tards that are so enamored, the cult, I should say, um, they think that this is a Christian nation, yeah. and even amongst those racist forefathers, they didn't. It wasn't a Christian nation. They didn't put that in the Constitution. No, no. Separation of church it's and church, state is yeah. supposed to be. Yeah. So when you get your Lauren Bobert, who just loves to misquote the Constitution, who said that in the Constitution it says that this is a Christian nation, I'm like, no, it doesn't. That's one it's of the crazy. first things in the Constitution of. Religious freedom. Yeah, exactly. not religious, not religious Christianity. Right. It, it's it it just and you know it's they're they're calling it Christian nationalism because kind of what it is, but I just rather call it white supremacy. Um, it's so funny that you know these people, even like the senators and the uh, representatives who are part of the Trump cult, didn't say anything about them abolishing the Constitution. And it's just so funny that if it was a Democrat or someone oh, else. Oh, yeah, anyone else, people would, they would freak the fuck out. Are you going to rewrite the Constitution? No way. These leftists over here. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's just. <laughs> hey, man, I need to move to a socialist country. I, there, and that's the thing, too, is there's so much socialism in the United States, and they pretend it isn't. Healthcare, <laughs> roads, schools. Schools are an example of socialism. Social security. Social security. Says it. There's, yeah, like I think that maybe even like 75% of our government is social, is socialism, and yet we go, nope, nope, nope. That's not true. But either we're going to take care of people or we aren't. We're not. we're not. And it's scary here. I mean, it's cold. This week has been cold in San Francisco. And I, am, I, am, I really want people to have... I can't believe that we don't in this richest city and when there's a fucking billionaire and fucking asshole Elon Musk, you can actually be in this city and not recognize the culture of this city and what it was and that he could make a difference and he could help people. We should have, we should not have any houseless people in this city. We should not have issues with accessing food. We should not have issues with accessing health care. We should not have issues with accessing fucking shoes in the richest one of the richest cities in the world we have poop on the streets all of this could be solved if the if if we could the, the, remember when we voted and it hasn't gone into play yet that if you're if you move to San Francisco with your big corporation and you make over 20 million dollars or 50 million dollars profit the tax rate's going to be different. Hey, you know what? We all voted. We all said yes, and it hasn't even been implemented. It is tied up 
in the fucking courts and the rich people don't want to let it go. We voted on it. Basically what they're saying is that money trumps democracy. So hey everybody, you want to pretend we live in a democratic world? Keep pretending because we're not. We don't. Our choices are being eroded every single day. Our civil liberties, and now you're going to take away the Constitution? Oh, let's take away free speech. Let's be fucking China. Ready? Let's go. Damn. Good luck, everybody. Good luck. I'm planning on moving to Greece. Damn. <laughs> you just made me look up something that I probably haven't seen. Yeah. And, yes, yeah, San Francisco is top three and one of the worst. Holy shit. We have... 62 billionaires live in the San Francisco Bay Area, which includes Silicon Valley. Wow. 62. 62 billionaires. Mm -hmm. Now, the Bay Area, in contrast to, like, New York or Los Angeles, is not that big. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, we have 62 billionaires. Yep, we have the 1% right here hiding in plain sight. They're hiding in plain sight. And... Just At least Zuckerberg built a hospital for us, and I'm sure he got a huge tax break, but thanks, bro. Like, appreciate it. Thanks for giving back to the city that made you. Really, really appreciate that. And then as of March of uh, 2022, California was the U.S. state with the most billionaires, with 186 billionaires calling this home. home. Yeah, 186 billionaires. Good job. Do Hiding in know, plain sight. Do you know how much money that you could fix Everything. Oh, the everything. all of California could be its own state. We could fix everything. And but you know, hundred and eighty six billionaires in our state. Wow. And we have and we have housing crises. We have food shortage issue. We people everyone should have access to food. There's no reason. There is no reason why in the richest place there are hungry people and people with no shoes. I'm oh. angry. Fix it. The Fix whole it, fucking Elon. State has a housing crisis. Yeah, yeah you have 186 billionaires. Yep. and we've got empty buildings here in oh. the city still that haven't been filled. I mean, it's just we're and let's. I'm sick of having a heart because it's like I feel like everyone else is so heartless that it's just it's crazy. And then other people are like it's just so expensive. Anyway, okay. Uh, any last thoughts here before we wrap up? But I mean, it's just—it's just so depressing. We should end on something happy. Uh, something. <laughs> There's a comedy show on Thursday at OMG at seven o'clock. It's only five dollars. Come and support Mutiny Radio. Um, oh. Tonight at OMG, six o'clock, open mic, two for one, well drinks. Tomorrow, seven o'clock, uh, Baby Blues Barbecue, best barbecue in San Francisco, bar none, and uh, funny, funny comedy at seven o'clock. Uh, Thursday, 7 o'clock show there, and then 8.30, we're going to be on the bar in Dolores. Friday, we'll be back here. Saturday, we're at Atlas at 2 o'clock. So come to those shows. Um, yeah. Oh, there is an event. So Friday, uh, this Friday, December 16th, there's the Fillmore Christmas Night Market. That is cool. from uh, 5 to 9 p.m. So that's going to be, like, on Fillmore. Awesome. Um, so there's going to be, like, um, Gingerbread house making for the kids and saying, I mean, Santa Claus. It's going to be a train ride for kids oh, and like vendors train. and live music, and it's free. So it's part of the Sunday streets. It's part of Livable City. Exactly. Oh my gosh, a train. I yeah. love trains. That's really, and gingerbread house making. The so gingerbread. fun. If everyone's got kids, go take them out and bundle them up. 
You don't have to go take them to Civics or to the Union Square and pay 20 bucks to go ice skating. You can go for free to the Fillmore from 5 to 9. Yeah. Hell yeah. And get your picture with Santa Claus yes! too. So. Oh my God. So that's what's going on this week. Awesome. Yeah. Bring so that's kids. Saturday night? Uh, Friday. Friday night. Friday night from 5 to 9, Fillmore, Livable City, killing it. I'm making it so people can have super fun Christmas time. Awesome. And I believe there'll be toy giveaways as well. So, hey. you know, so you know, helping out the community and helping out the kids. So. Yeah. Yeah, I wish, um, I love it when you hear that, like, rich people buy, like, um, with Draymond Green, when he, at the beginning of the school year, he gives all the kids backpacks and filled with school supplies. And I hope that there's some people around this time of year that give bikes to kids. I would mm -hmm. love to see children with bikes um and a lot of kids can't afford bikes their parents can't afford bikes so you know go out donate to somebody adopt a family that happens too in the city you can adopt a family help them with christmas if you're someone who makes a lot of money and you want to give back please give back <laughs> please find a way to do that give for someone else christmas is about the spirit of giving and being kind to others. Yeah, Not smile about at materialism someone. and capitalism. Exactly. Let's smile at someone on the street. Yeah. About a spirit. Humanity. Yeah. Exactly. And if someone smiles at you, don't offer them $10 to make out. <laughs> <laughs> Not like that one guy. Like that one guy. Yeah. I was like, oh, I got some fucking holiday spirit. Now it's gone. But I'm going to try to get it back. Um, okay. Love, love, love. Have the best a holiday ever. And, um... Yeah. We'll, we'll, probably, we'll we be back next week? I will, yeah. Well, we'll be we'll back see. next we'll be week, back and next then week. we'll know. And then we'll know. we'll know, yes. We'll know. Well, no, we won't back next week because the meeting that I have to go to is at 155. Okay. Hey. The meeting that I'm going to with my T-shirt on to find out whether we oh get the God. grant or not. Yeah. Okay, so. So I'm going to be I'm gonna be there. Uh, and, hey, anybody wants to come, I'll give you a free T-shirt from Mutiny Radio, and you can sit with me. They're not going to take attendance, and they're, we're not allowed to say anything. But I find out how much, if any, money I get from Mutiny Radio. And if I don't, like, I will probably, Cindy, someone will have to call 911 because I will pass out probably either way. Send me the information because I'll go. I will. Okay. Yay. Okay, everybody. Have a great week. Bye. Don't support people that aren't nice. <laughs> <laughs>this is uh this is sam pelletier uh first time in san francisco broadcasting from the mutiny radio uh comedy festival with uh pam benjamin Ooh. uh do we already have our guest we do all right so um let's get um let's get right to it i want to introduce pam first because we're gonna fuck around a little bit for the first two minutes but i Ask this next guest to talk about a heavy topic, and it probably shouldn't be just two uh, just two white guys talking about it. So we got uh, Pam Benjamin. Let's get uh, a white girl in here to talk about it. Yes, yes, that's progress. <laughs> that's called progress. Excuse me, but uh, Pam 
uh, is uncom- Pam is uh, the person behind the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. That's fair to say, right? Absolutely. All righty. She won't let me call. Uh, she won't let me call her the CEO of the festival because she's too much of a socialist. But um, that's a bridge we had to blow up. Shout out to Orwell. Next up, we got. Um, is our guest on the line, Andy? Yeah. Hey, how's it going, man? It's going great. Let me uh, let me try to introduce you without butchering it. I was on a plane and they're feeding me drugs so hard, man. So, nice. and I just want to clarify too, Andy. Like, this is uh, no content rules. As many fucks as you want. I hope I expressed that clearly when I uh, called you five minutes ago to do this shit. Uh, so, thank you. Um, so, as I said, we're gonna talk about some fucked up shit in about two minutes. But uh, one one thing about Andy. Uh, besides being a former Maine state legislature, I'm 90% sure legislator. He also yep. uh, co-created a uh, a really funny uh, cartoon online um, called Temp Ch- Temp Tales, and the production is done by a group uh, O Chang Comics, which he uh, would cert- I'm sure he's going to insist he is the uh, worst half of. Uh, sorry <laughs> if that was backhanded, but. Um, yeah, Andy, could you fill in uh, number one, uh, just what Temp Tales is, and number two, you did talk a little bit about a uh, Patreon and just how folks can help with that. But just start with what what's up with Temp Tales? Like my friends love it. What's going on with it? Yeah, so uh, I started doing Temp Tales like maybe twenty years ago when I was working on a painting crew over on Islesboro uh, Island off the coast of Maine. And it's basically just about uh, all the guys on the crew, yep. and we joke around and stuff. And so I wrote about my own experiences. I tried to make these uh, little comic strips, and fortunately I met uh, a girl who could actually do animation. So we made you it into a cartoon. lucky bastard. What's that? I said you lucky bastard. Yeah, yeah, it worked out. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it's, it's basically about a bunch of – bunch of dudes who are painters and carpenters and caretakers and um you know riding around their mud trucks smoke a little weed you know tacker up and dump uh, uh we have a new series that's uh, about uh about their marijuana bootlegging um adventures and uh historically big corporate accurate. marijuana on an island you're bootlegging from or to an island from an island well, to a mainland from the mainland to the island just around the i mean that when i was growing up in in the 80s there was this whole rumor that Islesboro had the best weed in our county and it was and there was all this like mythology about it and 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 so supposedly there was this super strain and it's in all those all this good weed in Waldo County and stuff and there was this bad scientist who made it and all this other stuff so I just decided to make my own version of it and we made a cartoon it's, so it's a it's a live animation. It's not a comic book. It's not a uh, graphic novel. It's an actual cartoon. Yeah, we started as a as a uh, like an online um, web comic, uh, but then my wife is taking animation co- courses uh, at Maine School of Art, Maine College of Art, and uh, so we had to we had to do one of those, and then it went viral with like guys on snowmobiling forums and gun shooting <laughs> gun forums, and uh, you know sort of redneck forums and and all of a sudden we had like half a million views we're like what's going on and and, and at one point we figured out that our that our fan base was like 99% guys from yep. Lincoln Maine <laughs> and so i was like who's watching it up in Lincoln Maine and i put it up on facebook and all these dudes were like oh fuck dude we've been sharing it all around <laughs> up here 
Fuck like, yeah, right? bro. <laughs> Mine is terrible. I can do a couple words, but you can tell when someone's doing a fake main accent if they try to do it for more than like mm, three sentences. You know what I mean? It kind of falls apart like a bad comedy set, you know? Well, the problem is even Mainers can't do main accents when they're try- when they when I try to record them. I try to get guys to do really. They get nervous. Talk. Yeah, they sound like um, Southerners. Really? I don't know why. I mean, part of it is because we're usually pretty drunk and high at the time, but. Yeah, I, um, we're feeling that over here, boss. God damn. Yeah. <laughs> and it's only um, it's only like what time is it here? It's three. Yeah, it's only three here. It is three o four. Yeah, we're getting fucked up on a Monday. Um, nice, nice. Congrats. So thank you. Um, so obviously, like doing this cartoon is I don't want to assume, but it's probably not your full time job. Uh, very quickly, how can someone? Uh, donate to help because uh this cartoon i love it my friends love it i would recommend the first one which i think the title's fantasy island right andy uh meat recalls the first one meat recalls the first one okay i don't want to pit your episodes against each other but <laughs> the one that i saw first uh is is there an episode called fantasy island that's one of your early yeah. ones right yeah, yeah i recommend fantasy that's island my favorite one to start people on it's basically a true story. It's exactly what it was like when I was painting on the island. Okay, so if it's a true story, did they shoot? Did they really shoot at the birds, and did they ever hit the birds? Well, actually, the, 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 what, what happened was is as I was actually living in the house we were working on, and this, the plumber showed up, and he's just like uh, – he was actually shooting at gophers that were living under the barn. Okay, so you took but, some but liberties. This came from, a, from an old story where <laughs> there was a guy up the road from me where I grew up was like uh, – shooting shit pokes in, in, in the pond of, I don't know if you know Neil Wellover, he's a landscape painter, but anyway, he was like, uh, yeah, he, he saw some uh, great blue herons out in the pond, you know, just uh, snapping up fish, and he's just like, hey, you know you got shit pokes in the pond out back. That's a real quote. Get like, the fuck pokes. out of here. Sorry to be disrespectful. He but. shot a heron. Yeah, he was like, what, what are shit pokes? <laughs> and he's like, uh, I'll, I'll just get my vomit gun. <laughs> and he's like, vomit gun? What are you talking about? And then he just went out, and the guy was just blowing away these great blue herons. He's yeah. like, what are you doing? And he's like, I told you they were shit pokes out. Oh, I'm just trying to help you out. Uh, that's that's awesome, man. Hey, hey, real quickly, um, I need to get the name of the Patreon where folks can donate, and then we got to do the depressing topic that's going to make everyone sad. So uh, can I get the Patreon real quick, Andy? Yeah, just go to patreon.com slash ochangcomics, no apostrophe. Alrighty, so this next part is going to be fucked up, but I'm really glad I have Andy here for this, and I'm confident that he'll handle it well. I don't know how much talking I want to do because I don't want to just be two white guys talking about this, but here's the basic thing going on. So Maine is the place I'm from, right? So Maine's like Montana, and Andy can correct me if I'm explaining this stupid, but it is attractive to white supremacists because... There are very small towns where if you move 10 people there, you can take over the town. That's one thing. And number two, it's remote. If the feds are going to come to get your survivalist fucking meth camp, it's difficult. I'm not saying Maine is full of these people, but some white supremacists have specifically moved to Maine uh, to fuck with our friends. And that's why I'm glad I have Andy. And I don't want to explain it. He can explain it better. But... um, he basically finds the ra- the most racist people in Maine he can, and he fucks with them. That's what this guy does. That's why he's on here. And Andy, uh, and oh, are you uh, are you live, sir? Am I live? No, not Andy. There's one other uh, 
Do we want to do an introduction? I'd love to have him on. All right, we're having technical difficulties. Um, so I just dropped that uh, Nazi shit. I can do some Tarantino quotes in the middle. Not the, the Nazi ones, not the other ones. That's That That would make yes. Hello? It is working. Good. Hello? It is right. working. You, it is you can working. hear me? Yes, can, now we can. I can hear myself. Okay. We made it work. Me. We made it work. Yay. Yeah. All right. We have Ebo Brewer here. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what's uh, What's your name, sir? Ebo Brewer. Um, I'm a comedian and uh, enthusiastic African-American. All righty. Let's, uh, I really did. I tried to recruit a couple of the, I didn't know Pam would be on, and I just really didn't want to have just two white guys talking about this. So, Andy, can you explain how you uh, fuck with racists in Maine specifically and what tactics you use and why? Oh, I, I had one. Just oh, sorry. Uh, it's also the weather. Not a lot of sun in Maine. <laughs> sun is a great enemy to uh, white purity. <laughs> Yes, we get skin cancer. That's <laughs> And it also activates the melanin in people that thought they were just straight up white and then all of a sudden sun gets to you. Oh, ho, 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 there's some secrets. There's some secrets. Oh, this is going to be fun. Get a little tan there, Skylar. Andy, tell us about how you're fucking with the art. Oh, what, okay. what do you call them? Do you have a nickname um, for them? Proud Boys? What, Nazis? What do you call them? 